Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) I want to take today to tell you guys a little story, a personal story from my life. And (laughs) I don't know that this is necessarily going to have a lesson or a point, but here we are. I would like to tell you about the time that I was scared of a penis. (laughs) So when I was in undergrad, um, I had pretty rigid views around sexuality and what it is and how it shows up and all that stuff and I also had mostly negative I would say views of it um in my human sexuality class which I was interested enough in the topic to take a class in it I was a human development major at the time so that was part of it but I took the grad level version of human sexuality And there was a class where she was having us watch a video of, um, one class was for the female anatomy. And so it was about vulvas, which if you don't know that terminology, the vagina refers to the canal, the internal part of the woman. The vulva refers to what you see externally. So that's your clitoris, your labia majora, labia minora that whole shebang, that's the masterpiece of the vulva, everything. So anyway, there was a video where you're watching on vulvas because each woman's vulva looks different. They're like snowflakes. I missed that class. I was sick, I think. Um, But when I did arrive back to class, we were watching the male counterpart to that video, and it was, uh, oh, I have no idea what the title was but it was about dudes talking about their penises and their testicles. And when I say talking about it, I mean dudes unclothed, sitting in chairs at wide angle shots, talking about it. As a young Sade, I was (laughs) struggling, struggling with what was happening. I I could not look at the screen very much and (laughs) At some point, it transferred away from struggling to more of a medical view, which, I mean, honestly, if you think about the doctors, like the, the physical general physicians that you have, at some point, they had to move through their own tension and discomfort, too, to be able to do your exams, to be able to look at your moles, to give you a colonoscopy or, or do an internal vaginal exam. So I moved away from the, oh, no, what's happening? Ah to just the medical okay that's that's a man and that's his penis and i'm so glad he's happy because the video had a lot more uh content and rich meaning behind it than even the fact that they were naked at some point them being naked was irrelevant because what they were talking about was like um societal expectations of men and how they felt about because you've heard a lot of the you know size matters thing um they were talking about that and their experience of it but then there is one gentleman 
one gentleman who I kid you not, he was about, (laughs) I mean, should I even say that? That man was different than the other men in the video. Zero lies. And we know this, like I said, because we could see it. And I freaked out. When I tell you I freaked out, I mean, I started hyperventilating. And um, (laughs) after class, I called my best friend. I call him my brother because he's basically my brother at this point. We've been friends for 10, 12, 12 years, something like that. Anyway, I called him and... Oh, I think I was crying probably. You'd probably remember like, oh my God, there was a guy and he was just so big. (laughs) (sighs) Absolutely terrifying. Um, But anyway, all that to say, we've come a long way from the initial shock of what it means to be in the field of sex education and um, sexual enrichment to now... Uh, this is what I talk with people about all day, every day. I do not. I do not see anything. <laughs> I do not. That's not the type of, that's not the way my job works. There is no visual element to sex therapy. There is, um, there is though the, the ability to sit in topics that back then would have been really uncomfortable for me or maybe maybe blush and not see it as, um, not even see it as, oh, uh-huh, we're talking about sex right now, but just bringing light and love and joy and uh, seriousness when needed um, to the topic of sexuality in people's intimate lives because you need a safe place to go through that. So if you are someone who f- blushes at the topic of sex or you've never, if you're a woman and you've never seen what your own vulva looks like, you've never taken a mirror to see what's going on down there, Um, it's really uncomfortable for you to talk about sex outside of the moment of, um, passion. Like when the passion dies, it's, yeah, we don't have to talk about that. That's weird. Then, cool. That sounds like sex therapy, sex therapy could be a really great tool for you guys. It doesn't have to be like that all the time. And I'm not, I'm also not saying that you have to become a person that's like, walking around topless in the streets like yes i am sexually free i have no shame that doesn't have to be your story however there is some good in being able to go towards the topic that is a little bit scary for you to talk about and learn how to find a healthy way to integrate that into your marriage into your relationship because i think we would all agree Communication is very, very important. Um, if you were talking about bills, <laughs> this this wouldn't come up if we were talking about finances, right? Like it wouldn't be like, um, hey babe, I'm planning on spending a thousand dollars. I really want to buy this new. Shh, ooh, stop! Don't don't talk about that. Do we have to talk about it? Just go get it. Don't. Ugh. You can never do that with money, and yet because of a lot of what we're coming out of in our backgrounds we feel that with sex where if your partner said girl you know what i want to do to you tonight or if you as a woman ooh fancy fancy you as a woman also get to say or think or express those things 
to your partner. It is 1000% allowed for you to be someone who owns the conversation of your own sexuality rather than, and here's a, here's another angle that I wasn't expecting to go right now, rather than feeling like, well, I feel uncomfortable, but I know my partner is more comfortable. So I'm just going to leave it up to them to like, tell me what to do or educate me and what should happen next. Nah, man. No. It's, it's totally fine to collaborate and share in sexuality and, and move and flow and dance together. But you're allowed to grow and mature within yourself and learn more about your own body. How about we start there? How about we start with learning more about your own body? And so that can look in a myriad of ways. If you need to go to a reproductive doctor to just get a checkup and even write down some questions beforehand that you have, do so. I would actually encourage you to ask questions because what usually happens with those doctor's appointments is you go in, they ask you to take off your clothes, boop, 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 boop. And then they say, do you have any questions? And you go, no, no, no. I just want to get my clothes back on. This is your body. And you have a chance to sit with a medical professional who knows a little bit about the human body and get some more information. So write some stuff down beforehand if you feel shame or if your mind goes blank on the spot so that you can ask. I will say there are some doctors that just because they have their degree, degree doesn't mean that they have the patience or the the desire to educate and teach. And so if that's your doctor, I'm very sorry, please find another one because there are plenty of doctors out there who are super responsive and care about you knowing more about your body. Um, yeah. If you, um, outside of the medical part, if you'd like to at home learn more about your body, that could even look like standing in front of the mirror for an extra five seconds after you step out of the shower and just looking at your body. What, what am I working with here? What we got? If you feel any shame or embarrassment or timidity around looking at yourself, that would be a fun conversation for us to have. Let's explore that. Is there anything in you that says that's conceited or that's um, sinful or it's why would I look at my own body? That's bad. I shouldn't be naked that long. Anything like that. Let's talk about that because you were sculpted and crafted and created every single part of you and every single part of you has did you know that your clitoris, as far as scientists know, sorry, if you're a dude, not your clitoris, her clitoris, as far as scientists know, the only purpose that is there is for pleasure. That's it. And it's part of your body, unless you were born without one, in which case it's not. But does that make sense? Like everything was crafted with purpose and design. So. I guess the, uh, the task I have for you today, the invitation is to allow yourself to just take one step towards learning more about human sexuality in whatever way you'd like, whether that be learning more about your body that you were given on this earth, learning more about your mind, learning more about your partner. Oh, we're going to do an episode with questions to ask to get to know more your partner more sexually. We absolutely are. Awesome. I'm excited for it. So yeah, 
inquire. Learn more about yourself, about each other, and it's good. Hmm. Do you have resistance if I say it's good? Because I, being transparent, I notice even though I do this every day, teach this, walk with couples through this, I even sometimes get resistance saying that. So, what's happening for you? Anyway, we're going to talk more about this, so that's all for now. Just remember that you are fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. We'll talk soon.